In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, uh, we are talking about 10 Tips to Change Your Life, Part 2. We started Part 1 last episode, so if you have not listened to that episode, jump back one, and then you'll be right up to date with us for this episode. Um, yeah, uh, 10 Tips to Change Your Life, and uh, we're going to be moving on from where we left off at number 3 during our last episode. And stay tuned, because I'm giving away a free hypnosis guide and, and some other cool stuff that you'll want to know about. We will be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. Originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan, he has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? This is David R. Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, and we are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. We are here in the podcast Detroit Southfield Studios. Mm -hmm. Second time in the building. I'm digging it. Digging the new digs. Yes. Very good sound in here. Yes. Uh, we, uh, the, the one the one thing I kind of miss about being downtown is just people staring at us in the windows. Yeah, like, like a zoo fish. animals. Yeah. yeah. I, I'll, yeah. I'll share a story with you later about that. But oh, yeah. Okay. It's like in a, being in a fish bowl when you're down <clears throat> yeah, at the shipping yeah, company. Yeah, which is yeah. kind of fun in a way, but... Uh, yeah, it depends on who's watching. <laughs> this I is guess. more quaint. This is no, like, it is quaint. This, and, and, and honestly, this is much better sound. Yeah. And I will say more temperature controlled. You think? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You ever been in a shipping container when it's like 95 degrees out? Yeah. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. So anyway, Matt Fox is with me as usual. You know, I, I enjoy pushing buttons. I know. And, and, and Matt helps me out with everything here um, as far as the setup. Um, and too, I mean, honestly, it's great because, you know, Matt participates and is interested and and uh, you know unless he's faking it and uh you know but um i he, he's an important part of the show you know what i'm a layman oh good for you <laughs> and i'm a layman because everything that you do talk about yeah. I, I do learn yeah and absolutely. i take and i try to incorporate into some of my thinking that's and awesome so yeah. i appreciate everything no you I, I appreciate you being here with me yeah. So you can find me, folks, on my website, MotorCityHypnotist.com. On the website, you'll find all the cool things that you find on any website, uh, podcast page. And I'm, again, I'm working on some other things for the website, such as um, when my book comes out, which mm -hmm. we'll touch on in a moment. Uh, there'll be a page for that. There's also a page for the Motor City Hypnosis Academy, which we'll touch on in a moment as well. So oh. a, lot, a lot of good changes coming along with the website. So take a look there. You can find me on social media, Facebook and YouTube, which are both Motor City Hypnotist, and on Twitter and Instagram, which are both Motor City Hypno. That's H-Y-P. That is H-Y-P-N-O. Yep. I mean, we are hip. Um, so can I ask a question? Yes, you can. If you put a bunch of uh, hypnotists together in a food eating contest. Oh, boy. Would it be called uh, the Hungry Hungry Hypno? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't listening to you no more. <laughs> I never said you had to. <laughs> oh, that's great. I, I, I was. I knew there had to be a joke there, but I was just wondering where it was going to go. Yeah, that's awesome. 
It's awesome. just the peanut gallery, my friend. That's all it is. That's fantastic. <laughs> there are actually, and, and give a shout out to some of my hypno hypnosis friends. Speaking of, if you got a bunch of hypno hip, hypnotists together, yeah, uh, uh, hypno thoughts is Uh-oh. going on right now. It's our yearly convention in Vegas. Oh, where you got a thousand hypnotists come in from all over the world. Oh wow! And it's like a three four day training with different seminars mm-hmm. and people teaching and events and live shows and things like that why not have it in utah um yeah why vegas uh <laughs> yeah it's a good question i mean it's, and it's always at the it's always at the orleans okay um not on the strip which is kind of nice mm. uh in a way but um so i of course th- this is something i i've been to consistently except for this will be my third year in a row i missed oh. which is unfortunate so two years ago my son was in band camp for mm-hmm. his senior year of, of school Ooh. so they have parents weekend mm-hmm. to go up to band camp and hang out and see the show and and their 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 marching band show um last year was covid so it right. got canceled unfortunately right. and then uh this year just uh schedule didn't work because yeah. i'm going to be out of town in a couple of weeks doing something different so oh. but yeah so to my my hypno friends out there who might be listening uh have fun Excellent. yeah have yeah, fun have in fun. vegas because uh they're they're like two days into it by now vegas baby uh-huh it's good times excellent um i don't know where i where i got off on we're, that, we're gonna talk we're talking about, about twitter and instagram yeah. but um oh yeah because we're talking about hypnos yeah. Hyp- hypnotist yeah yes absolutely so tell me about your book i will i will okay. tell you about the book i want to know about your book yeah so my book is because uh, i know i've been keeping everybody updated on this as, as this process is going along it is edited it's back I've, I've reviewed it it's back from the editor it's been formatted so I can actually pull up a file on my computer and see what it's going to look like in print with everything really? typeset in in so now the process is it needs to be uploaded to Amazon KDP oh and to Ingram Spark who who Ingram Spark distributes to all the book sellers in the world nice so like if if Barnes and Nobles wants to order a book they get it from Ingram got it Amazon you can order from Amazon, and and actually, the, and this is the way most of this is right now. It's honestly print on demand. Mm. Once I upload it, you go online, you order my book. Amazon hits a button, it gets printed and shipped to you wow. within the two days that, or if you have Prime, you know, within a day or two. Wow. Yeah, that is crazy yeah. cool. I know. So. Um, Fingers crossed this will be out within a couple of weeks. Hopefully mm-hmm. we'll be on the podcast uh, maybe maybe next week or a week after and saying, I'll hold the book up for yeah. those of you on, on Facebook to see it. Be, is it. And this is your first book? It is. Yeah. So you working yeah. on your, are you already working on your second? I am. <laughs> yes. It's one of those things where once you have one done, it's like, oh, I have some other great ideas. And, and here's the weird thing, and I'm going to say this publicly. Okay. And, and if Kendra's still listening, she's going to shake her head and just be like, what's the matter with you? <laughs> She'll be like, uh, <laughs> what will she say? The yeah, something like this. Yeah. I've always wanted to write a novel. Really? Yes. Wow. I've, I've, I've always wanted to write a book, mm-hmm. but but I, sometimes I get these ideas in my head, and I'm yeah. like, I, I need to write this down. This would be a great story. That That's something that is... You know, to, just to put it down on paper, something mm-hmm. that you have on your mind, and that's where writers, what they do, they always have a sketch pad or something. Oh, yeah, or, or a notepad and, yeah. and just come up with things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I So tangent time, which we do. We love tangents because they're great. Um, if you've ever seen interviews with Stephen King, he tells a story about, you know, he had, he had to go out and get, 
he, he had to go somewhere to this this junkyard to get an engine part or to get something okay. some piece of something for an appliance or something. I think I know what I think movie you know this. Yeah, yeah, you I, probably know. So as he approaches this this worn down, beat up place with his junkyard, and he he gets out of the car and starts to walk towards it, the biggest Saint Bernard he's ever seen mm -hmm. comes charging out of the house and just stares him down. Mm -hmm. And the and the guy comes out behind him behind the Saint Bernard. Yep. And he's like, I forgot the name. The guy, the, the dog's name, whatever he called him, he says, "Oh, he won't hurt you." And then the the, the Saint Bernard was foaming and growling oh and God. showing his teeth. Wow! And uh, the dog kind of lunged, and the and the farmer guy had, I guess, had him by a chain or something, and yanked him back and made him sit Jeez. down. And the, the farmer guy said, "I don't know. I guess he just doesn't like your face." <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he didn't have a chain. This is this this is a great part of the story. So he said that dog started to lunge, and he said the farmer came down with this big metal ratchet and just whacked this dog right in the hind wow. end. Okay. And he just st and he stopped and sat still. All right. Yeah. So so, got, so from that came Cujo. All right. See, I'm like an every day, just an experience you have turns yeah. into this crazy, yeah. bizarre horror story. Because you had mentioned that he was walking towards some type of a junkyard, and, and immediately in my mind, I see Will Wheaton in in Stand by Me. <laughs> in yep. Stand by Me, yep. running through the junkyard. Yep. Sick balls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> With um, oh, River Phoenix. Yes, yes, and yes, Richard yes. Dreyfus. I was thinking. The, uh, I was thinking the Chompers. Was that Chompers? The dog? Chompers sick was balls. the dog's name. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's my confession. I've always wanted to write a novel. So right. we'll see. Well, that might, that might be my next book. Um, I am working on another self help book though. All right. So yeah, very cool. So I'll keep you up to date on the book thing. So wherever you are listening, uh. <laughs> be it Apple, uh, be it iTunes, well, Apple is iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever mm -hmm. you get your podcasts, please, please subscribe, uh, uh, accept, like, connect, like, yeah. like, whatever it is, whatever it is you have to do to, to click on the, on the podcast, mm -hmm. please do that and leave a review. That would help me out tremendously. Hey. So this episode of the Motor City Hypnosis Podcast is brought to you by the Motor City Hypnosis Academy, which again is me also, but this is a training that is happening here in the Detroit area from August 26th to 30th, 2021, about a month from right now. This training will enable you to get certified as a hypnotist in five days, 40 hour training, eight hours per day. And you will leave as a certified hypnotist and start either one, start a new career, mm -hmm. start a side hustle if you want. Mm -hmm or just casually see clients, or, or maybe you just want to have fun with it and just hypnotize friends and family. <laughs> you, you could do that. I mean, because- You will give me a million dollars. You will not talk forever <laughs> and ever. <laughs> so, you but, will but do I mean, all the dishes. <laughs> you will bring me a drink. Yeah. Um, so the funny thing is that that whatever you want to, you know, whether again be a career or a side hustle or yeah. just something that you would always wanted to know, you you will be certified as a hypnotist at the end of this training. So to find out more information on that, and also I just want to put it out there that the, the space for this class is limited to ten people, just because I, 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 when I do classes, I wanted to make sure I, I have a handle on everyone and help everyone individually. Mm -hmm. And uh, too many people. People might get lost in the shuffle as far as learning what they need to learn. Gotcha. The other thing about this training, and I want to stress this enough because a lot of people might say, well, yeah, there's train, there's hundreds of trainings online. You can just jump online and buy one of those for you know a couple hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. You could do that. I, I would, I, and I say this in all sincerity, I would bet money that 
you're not going to learn how to do hypnosis right mm. with an online training. Yeah. Unless you have actual experience doing it with live people in a real setting, you're not going to have the confidence to do this every day to help people. Um, it, it's different. It's different when you're in person with an actual live person than watching a video and just reenacting it. Right. So anyway, all the information regarding that training will be in the show notes. Click there. It'll take you right to the page with all of the information and a place for you to sign up. Uh, again, there are only 10 spots available. Um, so make sure that you get in while you can. Uh, that training is just about just a little less than a month away. Yeah. How many? Uh, we, and we still have a few <coughs> spots left. Right? We do. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um, but they could go quick. They could be gone Tomorrow. as soon as somebody listens to this, yeah. which could be right now. Could be gone. So, yeah, jump on that. Uh-oh. So. Is it? It is time. Uh-oh. For our winner of the week. Yay. That's how winning is done. All right. So th this is kind of a cool story. It is sad, but it is it is nice. It's it's a cool thing. All right, um, do you want to read the story first before the headline, or will yes, the headline I'm going to I'm going to do that because I'm I'm just going to read it because it plays out as what happens. Okay. okay. When Jeremy King found out that he was going to be a father, he was excited to welcome the baby, but wondered how he would do the simple things like taking his son out for a stroll. Mm. Ever since he underwent surgery for brain tumor. Jeremy has experienced physical challenges and uses a wheelchair because his balance was affected. Hmm. While he can walk, he can't do he can't do so safely carrying a child, said his wife, Chelsea hmm. King. Okay. So we jumped into, okay, what do we need in order for him to parent safely? And honestly, not a whole lot came up. There's just really not a ton of resources out there for disabled parents. Oh, yeah. Which even that's yeah. when I read the story, I thought, really? That, I, that's kind of a shame because yeah. you would think that if you're a disabled parent and wanting to take care of a kid, that there would be tons of resources. Right. But apparently, according to her there, there was not a lot out there. Hmm. So despite sieving through the Internet for options, they came out with nothing helpful. We really just wanted a way to have walks as a family and for him to be able to do everything that a parent without physical disabilities does. Eventually, Chelsea decided to approach the Bullis School in Potomac, Maryland and pitch the idea of creating something for Jeremy to the school's innovation and technology lab. Okay. Okay. So they're looking for something to help him take his, his baby, his son, for a walk. Okay. Because um, he's in a wheelchair. Because he's in a wheelchair and he can't do it safely with a baby he, he's, he's, he's doesn't have the balance he can walk yes. but he can't walk yes. safely he can't with walk a child. safely okay. with a child so his wife scours the internet can't find any resource or anything to help and decides to approach the school who has this innovation and technology lab okay so long story short one of the classes in that technology lab is called making for social good it's headed by matt ziegler and pushes students to innovate for social social good causes hmm Jeremy's requirements seem like sort of the perfect challenge of this class. Um, so a group of 10 students came together and uh, interviewed Jeremy to find out exactly what he needed. Mm -hmm. So what they did was they built a Wii stroll. It's a W-H-E-E -E stroll. Okay. Wee. It is a, it's, it's hard to explain. It, it's kind of a, it's a unique type of wheelchair. Mm -hmm. Where he can he can use it to walk his kid, to walk his baby while walk he's his, while he's in the wheelchair yes, himself. While he's in the chair himself, yep. 
in, in its heart, the best thing is click on the link in, in the show notes. You'll be able to see pictures of this. Oh, that's it's great. It's hard to describe. Um, it's a unique wheelchair, and, and it won a reward for the best inspirational story and best showcase of literative design for the 14 to 18 age group um, for these international um, uh, technical awards for the high school. Huh. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. And in addition to the rewards, the high school students have also the priceless reward of seeing the wee stroll fill Jeremy's life with joy. Yeah. You know, the great thing about this, so this is one guy who, who happened to reach out, his wife reached out to the school to help them build. This could be a multi-million dollar business Yeah. for these kids. And not that they, they didn't do it for money. They yeah. did it because of this class, which I think is fantastic. This mm-hmm. so doing a class specifically to fix social issues. And this was a school that was in Potomac, Maryland? Yep. Okay. Yep, right in the area. Mm-hmm. Wow. So between Jeremy, Chelsea, Mr. Ziegler, and yep. the class, they They're just, all. Yeah, oh, it's, just, it's just a great story all the way around. That's amazing. Yep. And, and he got to spend time with his kids. Yep. So it's it's kind of called a wheelchair stroller is, is kind of what they describe it as. But yeah, yeah it's called a wee stroll. Yeah. I just like, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So that that's, it's just a great story. You know, he, he can take a son for a walk and, and the students feel good and the wife is happy and the kid's going to love it and yeah. every, everybody wins, which is why it's winner of the week. There it is. I know you want to get into this, yes. but I love the fact that they, they called it the we, the W-H-E-E, because mm-hmm. what do you think his child did the first thing he sat down in it? Wee! <laughs> Wee! Couldn't help Or he could have weed. Oh. <laughs> a couple ways that could happen. All right, fair. Yeah, it's crazy. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Yes, it did. So, folks, we are back to 10 Tips to Change Your Life. So we started last episode, and, and again, let me reiterate, if you haven't listened to the first part one, hop back an episode, listen to it, and get caught up with us. Dave, there's a lot for you to go through, so yep. you take your time. I will do that. Yeah. So we, we talked about number one, which is change your physical state. We talked about number two, which is change your environment. We're going to talk about number three. Um Work on your relationships. Now, that's a very vague and general statement. So, so we're, we're going to kind of just describe that a little bit. Okay. Some relationships are healthy and good and rewarding. Some are toxic and negative and defeating. Okay. So the goal here is, and, and I've said this to clients over and over again, and, and, and this is going to tie in in a minute okay. to another suggestion I have. But you need to have good relationships with people who support you. Mm-hmm. Back to philosophy. We talked about Epictetus a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And another, uh, he wrote philosophical type books, but I don't know if you've heard of the book No Man is an Island by Thomas I Merton. Ha- I have heard of that book, yes. That that men are humans. I shouldn't say men, but, but yeah. that when he said it, people. he said yeah. men. Yeah. But people are social creatures. They they can't live in isolation. It's it's just, it's it's like it, they, they can't function in isolation. Mm-hmm. So when I say work on relationships, what I want you to think about is like, what are you, who are your strongest relationships and how do they help you? And if you can't verbalize or kind of acknowledge that, what, what, 
that it does help you. Maybe maybe it doesn't. Maybe these relationships aren't good for you. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're that person, and I know because I see it all the time, you're the person who's always giving. You're always doing. You're constantly on the go, making sure your kids are good, your spouse is good, your friends are good, but you're not getting anything back from them. Yes. Which, which you know, that that's, it, it's unfortunately it happens. Mm-hmm. I see it all the time. So what I'm going to say on that one, and we're going to hit a little bit on a couple of other items as we go. They're going to clarify this, but, but number three is work on your relationships. Okay. Make sure they're good, make sure they're healthy, and make sure you have support. Number four, mm-hmm. and, and we're going to jump right into the next thing that links into that, avoid toxic people. Mm. Okay. So the relationships and the toxic people can be two separate things, but often they're combined. Mm-hmm. So when I say toxic people, what are these toxic people <laughs> doing? People that are negative, that are critical, that that are not good for you, that that are selfish, that are not supportive, that are uh, frankly just not good people. Mm. Th- that's a very general statement too, but you know what I'm talking about. That there are probably people in your life that just drag you down. That mm. that. When you're with them, I'll give you a couple examples. So I have a, I have a, <clears throat> a patient, a client that I've seen. We'll call her um, Heather. Okay. So Heather has, has had a, 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 a relationship with a friend for a long time, and it's often there's a lot of conflict. Can I ask if it's the same gender? Yes. Same, same gender, gender, same gender, two okay. females. A female and a female friend. Okay. So with Heather, she's had this friend since high school. And and they're both, I'm going to guess now, just probably in like late 30s. Okay. So, so some time has passed. Yeah. The, and, and I asked Heather, well, why are you friends with this person? She goes, well, we've always been friends. I'm like, well, no, that wasn't the question. Why are you friends right now? Right. And she stopped for a minute and she goes, I don't know. Yeah. She goes, I can't even answer that question. I'm like, there's that's the problem right there. Mm-hmm. Because you were friends with somebody long time ago doesn't mean you're going to be friends. And, I, and I'll give you another personal example. So I had a best friend from elementary school all through high school. Mm-hmm. Um, his name was Bill. Mm-hmm. And and we hung out. We played Little League together. We weren't on the same team, but we were in the same league, Little League team, mm-hmm. uh, or Little League league. Um, I, you know, we'd stay at each other's houses and, and we... we birthday you know, parties like sports yeah, yeah. And, and you know we we'd um, you know him and then a bunch of other we'd always play these pickup baseball games on the weekend so mm-hmm. so i mean we were like good friends oh we also were on on high school baseball together there it is same high school baseball team together. teammates yeah, yeah teammates yeah. and friends and again just did things together we had same interests same same you know same sense of humor all of that so i gra- we graduate from high school together same year he goes to the, into the military. I go to college. Okay. What branch? Kept in contact. He went in the army. Okay. So, and, and this is, this is not negative. In fact, we're, we're, we're friends on Facebook, but we're not friends anymore because right. we went different directions. Right. We, we, we don't have the same things in common that we did when we were juniors in high school. Right. It's, it's just changed. It's changed. People develop and they develop in different areas sometimes. So back to the point of just because you were friends with somebody doesn't mean you always have to be friends with somebody. Mm-hmm. And it's nobody's fault. It's just something that you have to realize that, uh, you know, this, this should be it should be an equal partnership mm-hmm. if, as far as being friends with someone. Okay. So, again, toxic people, 
are, are, do you hang out with people or are you friends with people? And I'm including family in the statement mm. that criticize you, that put you down, that are always discounting your opinions or your beliefs or your, you know, whatever, your family, mm -hmm. your, your kids, your spouse, whatever it is. Um, you, you need to avoid these people. And a lot of people will say, well, yeah, but I can't do that. That's my mother or that's my brother or that's my right. cousin. Right. And I'll, I'll say this, I've said this a thousand million times over the years. It doesn't matter. You don't get to choose your family. You're born into that. With friends, you can pick and choose. Right. Your family is what you're stuck with. So just because you're born into some crappy people doesn't mean you have to have a relationship with them. Right. And, and people have this feeling that because they're related, they have to. They're forced into it. I'm like, no, you have a choice. Hmm. You, if, if you have a parent who is abusive and negative and, and is not healthy for you, there's no reason that you have to have a relationship with them. Yeah. It's, it's just a point where you have to get comfortable to say, I need to take care of myself and avoid these toxic people. Wow. Yep. So number five. And this is kind of a, we'll get off of that heavy one and do something that's kind of fun. Do something new. Do something, something different. Something, does it have to be blue? No, but something new. Yep. Um, like, so you're, you're, you're A, B, and C every single day. Yep, A, so, B, and C. I, every day I eat a, every day I get a. An RB sandwich. An R RB sandwich. <laughs> Let's go back to Doug. Yeah. <laughs> Doug from last, who was our winner of the week last yeah. episode. Yeah. Every day he got his Arby's. Uh, yeah. It was a roast beef with with Swiss cheese or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And he eats that every day and a Coke with no ice. <laughs> so I would say to Doug, hey, Doug. Beef and cheddar. Get a beef and cheddar. Diet get, Coke. Get, get, get some, get some uh, potato cakes, you know, Just mix it up a little bit. But, but And that sounds like something very simplistic. But honestly, even just changing a food habit, just, and, and I know you've probably heard this before, and I'm going to reinforce it. Take a different way to work if you have to drive to work. Yeah. Go a different route. Um, you know, um, back, let's go back to our, our one of our favorite movies, Dead Poet Society. Yeah. The scene where they were all eating left opposite handed right. to yeah. what they were, just to see how it would work and what it would feel like. Do something different. Do something new. Mm-hmm. Learn a new skill, put yourself in uncomfortable situations. And Matt, you brought this up a little bit earlier. Like when you when we go out for gigs, we yeah. don't know where we're going. Yeah, uh, we've never been there. We don't know any of the people, but we have to perform. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you have your stick, and yeah. sometimes your stick works. Yeah, because that's your comfort zone. Because <clears throat> yep. you have it. That's your. You go in and they say, "This is me. This is me entertaining you. This is my stick." And if uh -huh. they don't like you, if you're not getting the response, you have to move in a different direction to look for the response that you want. Well, yeah, you, you have to. And that to, makes you uncomfortable <clears throat> at the same well, time. Well, and, and, and that's the whole thing that goes back with, and I know this because I've seen it, and I won't, I won't give out names. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot of hypno hypnotist shows mm -hmm. where it's, it's the exact same thing from beginning mm -hmm. to end. Every second is scripted out, and uh, they never veer from it. Wow. It doesn't matter what reactions you're getting. Okay. It doesn't matter if nobody's laughing. They will just forge ahead with that because that's what they know. Wow. It's that, kind of like if somebody were to, <clears throat> no, I can't even think about how, 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 I can't even think of a good example for that. But yeah, but because they, they don't want to veer off, they don't want to get into the unknown, they don't yeah. want to have to improvise or respond or react. Right. 
which which is scary. That can be scary. You know, and, and as a as a DJ, uh-huh. you're improvising the entire night because you don't know what song is going to keep the crowd on. Imagine the dance if floor. you had the exact same playlist as a DJ every single night and never veered from that. All right, so. Um, Confession time. Yes, 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 please. I do have a playlist, yep. right? And right. I, I take that playlist and I, I will piece it together. But to start the night off, you don't want to turn everyone off right from the beginning. Right. So you have to figure out a mix. And I have figured it out mm-hmm. that keeps people that go, oh, I know the song. And then it mixes with a more more current song, which then mixes into a more current song. Mm-hmm. So it keeps them interested as to what is happening. Right. So I you have, have a strategy. I have a strategy. I, I, I get a little <clears throat> you know psychological on it at the right. same time. Right. But it's the same playlist, but I mix it all together in different ways. Yeah, exactly. And what if what would happen if like <clears throat> twenty minutes into your set uh-huh. when they start, nobody's moving and it's dead silent. I play a slow song. Okay. <laughs> So you do, you do. If you notice nothing's happening, oh, you yeah. take action and do something yeah. different. If a certain style of music isn't working, yep. you change it up, um, or you slow it down. Because what I've figured over the past, since I've been playing since '94, yep. is that a slow song will reignite a dance floor. Because yeah. a lot of couples will go to right. a wedding specifically to Just, slow dance. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So it, it, it helps, and yep. then you start that process over of slowly going and increasing the tempo of the music. Yeah. So. so speaking of music, do you know who Billy Cox is? I've heard the name, yes. He's Jimi Hendrix bass guitarist. Yes. Yes. Quote from Billy Cox, life will only change when you become more committed to your dreams than you are to your comfort zone. That's a beautiful segue. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. Absolutely. Can you repeat that again? <clears throat> life will only change when you become more committed to your dreams than you are to your comfort zone. That is great. I know. Isn't it? I like that. Yeah, a lot. yeah, yeah. That'll be in the show notes. That 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 will be in the show notes. Excellent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of music, yeah, doing something new. Listen to different music. Yeah. And here's and and I I will I will admit I'm resistant to this. I like what I like. I like my favorite genres. But I have a 19 year old son, mm-hmm. so I've heard a lot of stuff I would never turn on myself. Mm-hmm. But then every once in a while, I'll be like, Oh, what is this? I like this. Mm-hmm. And now. I branched out into other areas I never thought I would get into. I uh, I did witness that. I did have that experience because I did uh, a DJ a party for a lot of youngsters a few uh-huh. weeks back. You young kids! Oh my god, they were asking for pe- <laughs> they were asking for artists, and you know I'm in my mid forties. I'm right like out yeah. of it. Well, yeah, but they're asking for stuff I had never heard of. And uh-huh. I'm like, is that a popular artist or is that a local artist? And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, he's pretty popular. I've been to three of his shows, and the the artist name. I think it was Marshmallow or something like that. I'm like, oh, I'm not aware of Marshmallow. I have like, who? (laughs) So then I looked it up. I'm like, oh, all right. (laughs) I get it now. (laughs) So I, um, um, my son, he, he's musical. He's been in music since he was a kid. He was in marching band. He he is, um, you know. What do you play? Trumpet. Um, so, and he likes, and he, and he grew up with all kinds of music for me, you mm-hmm. know, rock and roll, uh, alternative, mm-hmm. uh, not a lot of country, but here or there, classical, retro. jazz, yeah. a lot of jazz, because he was in jazz band when he was in school also. That's fair. So a big mix of stuff, but, but, um, so I actually took him to a Travis Scott concert. Country? No, no. Oh, Travis, I'm sorry, like, Travis Scott. Hip-hop, okay. hip-hop, rap. Travis, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and it was great. I loved it. It, okay. was, it was not something I would ever do on my own, but. 
you spent it was good time with it was good son. time with he, with he and I and it was like this this is really good and you were introduced to a whole realm uh-huh. of, yeah a whole realm of different music yeah. so yeah that listen works. to something learn a new skill put yourself in uncomfortable situations try new foods listen to different music and back to Billy Cox we're going to end on this statement and then we're going to continue tips that will change your life as we go on to next episode life will only change when you become more committed to your dreams than you are to your comfort zone was that number six that we just did that was number one, two, <laughs> five that was number five wow okay yeah. so yeah these tips you know it, it, i know we're spending a lot of time on each one but i think they're important yeah. because this if you put all of these together it just gives you a great overview of of I, you can see how implementing small changes can make huge impact on how you feel about yourself and how, yeah, and just what your experience in life is. Right, which is part of why you do this, right? Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That, and that, and that, that is why I do what I do to help people get where they want to be and to, and to get them to a place where they're, honestly, that sounds trivial and cliche, but to get to the point where they're happy. Because I, I, would, I would dare to say most people that come into my office are not happy. Well, yeah. It, because that's the nature of therapy. You're, you're coming because you want help. Mm-hmm. And it's typically not. If, if, if everything were great, you wouldn't need help. Correct. And, and, I, and I've hit on that numerous times. And I'll say it again here. I tell every client that comes in to see me in so many words, everybody's screwed up. Mm-hmm. Everybody has stuff they can work on and improve on. Can't see me on screen. You can hear me, but my <laughs> hand is up. I know. And that's the whole thing. That, that there's, this, there's this idea that. And, and, and let me hit on this real quick. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the whole Simone Biles thing, pulling out of the uh, Olympic Games, mm-hmm. and, and, and there was questions on what it was. It was mental health. Was it physical? Was it an injury? But here's the thing. Every, you don't, nobody knows what you would do in that situation because how many people have been in the Olympic Games going for another gold medal or the stress that that would cause. Mm-hmm. How many people have really experienced that level of stress? Uh, not many. Not many. Very few, mm-hmm. as you, if you look at the population. Mm-hmm. So you have no idea. So, so the reason I say this, there were a lot of, I saw a lot of comments on media yeah. comments and things yeah. like that. Well, you know, well, why did she go in the first place? Why did, you know, but here's the thing. It, it's everybody has issues. Everybody has things they struggle with and everybody can benefit from working on something. That's it. Mm-hmm. So she'll be back. Yeah, she'll be back. And, and if she's not, she'll she'll she's going to do what she feels best for her, which is the whole point of it. Mm-hmm. So, folks, we are going to be back with tips to change your life, part three. That, that this is great because we it was a two parter, now it's a three parter, which wow. is totally fine because. <laughs> We got a lot of cool stuff. I yeah. still have a lot of great stuff to share still. All right, fair enough. And those on Facebook Live, stick yep, around. Those on Facebook Live, stay there. We're those listening to audio, flip ahead to part three if mm-hmm. it's available. If not, you'll have to wait for a couple of days right. um, when it drops because right. we drop on Tuesday, Thursday. But like I said, those on Facebook Live, stick around. Yep, stick around, folks. In the meantime, people, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time.